0: Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 278. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Today, I thought I'd give you an update on several different areas that I've talked about this year as well as last season uh, and just give you some uh, hacks or updates and also break down uh, the biggest challenge and reward with each one. So I'll start with Poshmark, which I spent a lot of time talking about last year. In fact, I did a whole mini series with a collection of episodes that are available on the website. So let's start with that. And uh, we're approaching our 200th sale, which is fantastic. It was uh, just last spring where I, where I talked about approaching our 100th sale. And so we, we are... Uh, you know, we're really continuing to ramp up. And I want to share two updates on Poshmark, which I think are pretty incredible. It also shows the growth of this company, of this platform as really a a competitor, uh, even though it's very focused right now on clothing. I think it, it does a very, very good job of helping People sell clothes, whether you're a business like, uh, you know, we're using Poshmark for, or whether you're just an individual and you're trying to clear out your closet. And I really think, and I've talked about this before, I really think that it has some advantages over a platform, say, like Amazon. And uh, there are two big updates to Poshmark, uh, and I'll share the first one. Uh, They've expanded to home goods, and I've noticed that. And it's not an area that I'm involved in, but I do see that now more and more, that people are selling home goods, everything from like dishware to even small pieces of furniture. So there's a whole section on home goods on Poshmark, and I've read articles where it's actually doing quite well. So it looks like they're starting to expand out into different areas. They've also started expanding out into international. And, and Poshmark, the first big international market that they have expanded to is Canada. So there are sellers in Canada. And I think the my guess, if I had to anticipate where Poshmark is going, is that eventually they want to make this a global platform. That's probably going to be a little while. There are challenges that come with that, but it's pretty cool to see. Uh, and finally, I think the biggest update, which I think is a game changer. I really do think this is a game changer. And we've had questions on this on the higher end items over in the past year and a half. Is uh, is there a way to do installments? And in the past, there was no way to do installment plans. It was pretty much a um, negotiate the price and the prices of buy it now. Uh, but in the last couple of weeks, Poshmark has updated its platform so that buyers can now Pay for items on an installment plan, and they have a—it's a button called "Affirm." And uh, if you go to Poshmark and you look at an item, instead of buying the item using one price, basically the list price or a negotiated price, you have the option for an installment plan, and it gives you three, six, and twelve months with uh, different uh, financing options. And I think that's really the game changer. That's really what brings Poshmark to a very high competitive level because that's something I don't think you even see on on a big platform like Amazon. So I I really, really give them props for for putting a lot into their R and D. Uh, so the biggest challenge for us with Poshmark is inventory management. Uh, since we're using it as a B2B channel, we sell items. My dad sells items in store. And then making sure that we keep the inventory up to date on Poshmark is always a challenge. So we, we just did a big inventory check uh, before the holidays. So that's our biggest challenge. Our biggest reward, obviously, is the expansion of the business, uh, reaching customers we never would have had access to in different states uh, across the the country, and that's been great. All right, let me give you an update on the tech detox, which I talked about last week on 277. Uh, I have really reduced the amount of time that I spend using my phone for text or social. Uh, it's been great, especially for text messaging. I, I segment it. Usually, it's in the morning and in the evening, maybe once during the day, uh, but I've turned off notifications, and it's been great, and there, it's less of a distraction, and one of the habits I really wanted to break was the temptation to look at my phone while I'm driving. And and I've been able to do that with the tech detox. So that's been great. Uh, I've also really, really controlled the time that I spend on social. I really try to make it more segmented and more um, concentrated. So that's been great as well. Uh, The biggest challenge is obviously resisting the itch. The biggest reward has been being more present and less tethered to my phone. All right. Dating. Uh, I talked about dating, I think, two episodes ago. So uh Uh, As with the tech detox, I'm spending less time on dating apps, so I usually try to segment it to maybe 30 minutes uh, a day, no more than that, and I don't spend as much time on the dating apps as I used to. The biggest challenge, obviously, is with the smart swipe, which I talked about on 276, and spending less time on the apps overall, Uh, fewer connections, uh, but really... That's kind of the point is that I'm not looking for 50 dates with people who I'm probably not going to have a connection with. I really want meaningful connections. So that's the biggest challenge, though, is definitely um, connecting. The biggest reward is that I don't put as much stake into dating apps. It's simply a small part of my my day as with anything else, and so I'm not as uh, you know hung up on it. Uh, at the same time, I'm still optimistic, I'm still hopeful, and it's something that I just, I, I still put uh, time into. So that's where I am right now, and I'd love to know where you are with your challenges. We're only in February. Can you believe that? It already feels like half the year has gone by. If you want the write-up for today's episode, just head over to BeMovingForward.com. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and I'll be back next week.